0: Welcome to Marketproof Marketing, the podcast from the marketing minds at deconvert.com, where we talk about the current state of all things digital and how they impact home builders and developers around the globe. We're not here to sell you. We're here to help you and to try and elevate the conversation. I'm Kevin Oakley, and with me today, as always, is the ad doctor, Andrew Peek.
1: We are here, episode 159, with Samantha Matlock. That's a new name.
0: It is a new name. Not to us. No, it's not. But probably to those of you listening, we call her Smatlock. For short. I like that. Although, exciting news, not planned. Uh something happened to you, Samantha, over the weekend.
2: Yes, I got engaged. I'm clapping too.
0: <laughs> and I asked her this before because I'm a I'm a kind of a jerk of a person. I said, Why did you why did you not say no instead of asking her why? why, you, <laughs> the opposite. why how long you have you guys no? been together? You said?
2: Uh almost eleven years.
0: Oh gosh. That's so as long as that's amazing. Melanie, I've been married almost. Don't tell our fourteen-year-old yeah. kid. No, I'm just kidding. Um, that's a long time. So you, yeah, you knew it you know is. what you're getting into.
2: I do. Yeah, we've been living together for I think
0: eight years now. So I know him yeah. very well. You definitely do. You definitely
1: now, do. That is awesome.
0: Samantha, Sam. People need to know. Do you have a preference? Do you care?
2: Either Samantha or Sam. Just not Sammy. And not Matt
1: Locke. I feel like I say that. I'm like, oh, Samantha, Sam. Can you? Like I I use both in the same sentence.
0: Smatlock came from your old email address at your, at your former employer, but let's start about with how you got into home building to begin with. You started with a small company. People might've heard of them.
2: So I actually got into home building because of my mom. She works for a design studio and knew someone that... A new DR Horton in the Bay area. That and small did, little builder. Yeah, that small little builder. You so guys. I actually started off as like a front desk person and helped with purchasing and marketing. Huh. And then with my degree in graphic design, I leaned more towards the marketing side of things and just kind of went from there.
0: So you're a DR in the Bay area for how many years?
2: Uh, five years Oof. and I uh, got my real estate license Did the OSC role for a little over a year and then um, was kind of tired of the big um, builder world and wanted to go try something a little different. So switched it up and worked with DeNova Homes.
0: And so now being here, what what would you say is the biggest difference working at, at those two different style organizations in the marketing world?
2: With DeNova, there was a lot more marketing freedom. With having the big corporate, you had to follow their templates, get everything approved by corporate, by legal. So a lot more of a process versus DeNova was a lot more freedom.
1: Yeah, you creativity. Didn't enjoy, you Creat- didn't enjoy the approval process on, on <laughs> designs and
0: emails? I mean some people like it, that. No,
2: legal legal for every <laughs> little thing that
0: went out. Were they quick to respond? I'm always curious about different people's experience that like, would you have to think I need to build in an extra week on my time frame for a project to just get legal approval or were they quick? They were pretty quick. That's good. good. We had a good team. That's good. That helps. Yeah. And there's also that trade-off of you have creative freedom at a smaller builder. Sometimes though that usually comes with more accountability as well. Like if something works or doesn't work, did, did did you feel any of that, like that that internal pressure of, like I can do more of what I want, but I also could screw this up or?
1: Not really, no. See,
0: this is why, this is why oh, we it. hired her. She's that's got this. Say, that's why you're here. Like, no, because like, I'm yeah. awesome, Kevin.
1: Because I'm awesome. Yeah, I feel like some people would need the, those restrictions. Like they, would, they thrive and actually- It's not a bad better. place to start
0: yeah. would be my argument. Yeah, yeah, it's not a bad way to learn with some training wheels, so to speak, from legal and corporate.
2: Definitely. Yeah, I would kind of sometimes mess with their like email templates. If it wasn't the color I liked, <laughs> I would go in and code into the coding and change the colors to match either our logo or our community colors or whatever. So that was always a little bit fun, but it's nice to be able to have the freedom to build whatever you want.
0: I love it. I love it. All right. Awesome. So a couple of things that people to, to get help people get to know you a little bit better. Children, pets, what what do we got?
2: I have a yellow lab. Her name is Zelda.
0: That is the coolest thing ever. I wanted to name my dog Kermit the dog or Zelda the dog. With Zelda, that's Zelda, I feel
1: like depending on your age, like Zelda was at a current Arcania time. Well, on Nintendo 64, like what did you play between this age and this age? That's what should be the generational, like not the millennial label, but like what game did you grow up on? And I feel like Zelda, that was like years of my life.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, and, and you're a, um, well, Comic-Con is something you've, you've been known to attend.
2: Mm-hmm. What, it's what actually is re- happening right now, except online.
0: Oh, mm. okay. Not the same. I would think. Yeah. It's here.
2: It's a lot of fun. I highly recommend if you ever get the chance to go.
0: Yeah. I it's on my list. I mean, I like superheroes and Marvel and, and video games and all that stuff but it just seems like it's the place where grown up adults who have resources go to have fun. Like yeah. it's, just, it's an, it's, it's like fairy tale never, never land. Is that where Peter Pan lived? You yeah, know, I think so. It's just like, yeah. you get to Lots go there. Boys. It's kind of like burning man for people who don't have their own planes or like it's rocket ships. <laughs>
1: there you go. That's fine. I don't have a rocket ship yet. Not a billionaire. But, Shoot.
0: All right. On to story time. Andrew, you want to kick us off?
1: Yeah. So this one, I don't know if there's a lesson here, but I'm just excited because like literally like a second before I hopped on the podcast, um, I got like five different videos from my wife, Lindsay, our youngest is four. She could swim in our hot tub, like no floaties, no nothing. She dives down to the bottom. We're like, are you going to come up? It's like 20 seconds later, like she thinks she's a mermaid. She's finally swimming in a big pool by herself, like, but she's still holding her nose, like going across the pool. It looks hilarious. So I'm excited. Dad moment here live nice. on the podcast, but like she could swim in the little one. It's, it's, I feel like it's, if we could relate to this story here back at Sam's previous builder. She had the restrictions, like the boundaries, which is like Addy in the pool and the hot tub, which is like, there's the side over there. And she just could not get over the fear of like, this is a big, big thing, but she was capable. I, but sometimes you just got to go in there and do it, whatever that is. Just jump in there and do it. But yeah, dad moment, super excited. She can swim now in a big pool.
0: Yeah, but that reminds me too of conversation. I guess it's okay, Sarah Williams. If I, if I Sarah Williams was <laughs> our first OSC at Heartland, uh, who then she worked for uh, Lasso ECI and um, was also a director of marketing for Sable Homes, I think for a couple of years, um, and, and now is with Rendering House and Ugo, but. She was our first online salesperson and she was part-time marketing or three quarter time marketing, one quarter time OSC at the very beginning when we did 10, 12 homes the first year. We used to have that conversation a lot of I just don't know if I, like what do I want to do full-time when the time comes where I have to choose which one do I want to do or how Mm -hmm. to make that decision. And I used to always just tell her, I'm just going to push you into the big pool of money when when there's enough opportunity to do online sales full-time. Like that's I'm just going to be the the parent who just tosses you in the pool and Go, says, no. Go. And then if you if you really don't like it, then we can always switch over to marketing. But we'll um, scoop you out of there. Surprise, maybe not surprise. She she liked the money, so she stayed there. Good. Most people do. <laughs> it's like I think I like online sales. Oh, awesome. Funny. Well, that's that's great, Samantha. Yeah. You have anything you want to add in for story time?
2: I mean, I got engaged. That's about my story. That's a good um, story. I but... will tell. I guess the other night I was befriending Andrew and Jackie on Instagram and I came across Zillow the dog on Instagram and it's not unusual for me to look at dogs on Instagram. I'm a huge <laughs> dog fan. So I didn't actually realize that Zillow was your dog, Kevin. And I'm looking and scrolling at the photos and I'm like, I think these are Kevin's kids. And <laughs> I don't really know. I I've only seen some things online and I accidentally liked some photo from like March. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh no. Okay, it's time to get off of this. <laughs> <laughs> and <I quickly> like <laughs> no, it's totally and funny. Like, you're, here's like, what I learned yeah, about it like After you heart, like after you accidentally like something, or I, love it. I love it. it. Do you just move on? Like do you
1: <laughs> have great. to follow then at that point? Like okay. I think I might already
2: that. followed him because I, I I follow a ton of dogs on Instagram. I might follow more dogs than people, to be honest. Here's
0: but, quickly what I learned yeah. about that experience: is one. Um, like all of show business, the puppy stage only lasts for a while, and then you just can't become as famous. Like, there's just not as much to do when the dog is full size. So I I didn't take full advantage. The next next dog will become dog. Zill the dog, and I'll let we'll your dog take
1: on like skateboard or something. Right. It's ongoing. Like <laughs> but I don't know how you train your dog to do that. I have no idea.
0: <clears throat> and then also, I for a while I was like, well, we'll just her her stage name will be Zillow, and that'll just be like her her online persona, but it just doesn't work when you're making videos and people are calling Gracie. Come here. Gracie. So, like her um, name is Zillow.
2: So her name's not so, Zillow.
0: <laughs> no, I want it to be, I just wanted something fun. Uh, I thought I still, it
2: was a fun name. I like yeah, it.
0: That's a perfect name for a dog. Um, Just like Kermit, the dog mm-hmm. is a perfect name for a dog. I, either one of those would be great. Yeah. So as now that you're engaged, mm-hmm. are you researching anything online to purchase or to be part of the next step?
2: So my boyfriend, my fiance now, we moved out to Colorado at the beginning of the year. We packed our bags January 1st and drove 22 hours to Colorado from California. And we had every intention on purchasing a home. And so I've already had the discussion with my parents a while ago that if I forgo a big wedding, they would use Mm. that money for a down payment on the house. There you go. So did you guys ever watch the show Marriage or Mortgage on Netflix?
0: Well, so I, I didn't because someone told me it was fake and that all they talk about is marriage and no mortgage. But you, I, most
2: of the people picked the marriage. I okay. did watch the show and I was what? just like,
1: why? <laughs> <laughs> the mortgage and have the big wedding on your house. Like, yeah, I don't know. I okay. probably can't do that. So can you?
2: I, I'm picking the mortgage over. Nice. Nice. <laughs>
1: Nice. That's kind
0: of, my dad tried to influence me to. He wanted me to go somewhere else for college, and he's like, "I'll buy you a car." That was his last ditch effort. I'll buy you a car if you go here instead. I guess because it was cheaper, but, but <laughs> no, I like it. Well, I and like it. you, you still have some time to shop. Uh, mm-hmm. So, home builders on notice. Another DYC employee is is looking for a home to build. Uh, but you'll you'll be you'll be looking for a while because you also did some freelance work on your own, and that kind of forced you into having to wait a while until your financial situation changed. So yep. you got, you got plenty of time to research. We're expecting more updates on the, on the Samantha and fiance shopping uh, online shopping process. Mm-hmm. Here, here's a little hint though: don't try to buy anything online. If it says buy online, just ignore Shoot. it. Cause it's a lie <laughs> right now. My story time just comes from the front lines of, of coaching calls and marketing calls the past week cut to the chase. We, we need new leads that are actually in today's market at today's prices. So you've, you attended the Facebook live today with Mike and Jen. They talked a little bit about this as well, but you can't grab this huge pile of leads that you have from January to March or April and say, look at all these, I'll just keep going back to them. You should continue to reach out to them and, and do what we call list hygiene on those folks. And if they see if they can or can't qualify or, or or whatever but but we need continued new leads in today's market because those people are aware of today's prices and they're choosing to get in to your funnel knowing kind of where the pricing is today but we have to treat them the old fashioned way we can't say thanks here's a list we'll let you know uh, we we got to get back to and, and I saw a headline that I almost pulled in first for the news section it was something about Um, you're not just selling the product, which is, I mean, how how um cliche is that? We're not just selling the product, we're selling a lifestyle or whatever the (laughs) but the point is don't don't go for the sale on or don't don't psych yourselves out by saying, well, we can't sell to anyone because our backlog's too big or uh management won't let us sell anything until it's in drywall. So just like we would tell online salespeople, don't sell the home over the phone. You're selling the appointment. Go ahead and have the appointment, knowing that you're not trying to sell the home necessarily. You're trying to sell the builder, the process, the experience, the the things that make you different, unique, and better. because if you don't have any relationship with those people, one you don't you, everyone has to be on a list for everything. I mean, right now, if you want to go out to eat at a non chain restaurant on Friday night, you better be on a list, you know mm-hmm. by by Thursday, midday, or you're not going to get so everyone's on a list for everything and that doesn't mean that that we should take comfort at all in that number unless you actually know them. So if they've come out and they've had conversations and now there's reasons to follow up because you actually know each other and we were talking to one on your lot builder who I said, you know, we've we've increased our staff over the last year and a half and across the board in all divisions not just marketing and online sales uh, over the last 5 years we've really built this up and I was like, this is perfect because everyone else is understaffed. I mean, think when the pandemic hit, there were nationals who fired a third or half yeah. of their sales team. Some people who shut down their entire online sales team. <laughs> you can't even provide a good customer experience on the front end, yep. but you, you can still provide a good experience to a customer, even if you're not going to let them purchase today. I mean, the example would be if if someone came on a, on a car lot today and you didn't have anything to sell them, but you did have two two cars that they could test drive. You should still try to get them to do a test drive, or, or encourage them to do a test drive. You should still get them pre qualified. You should still have those conversations, make those connections. And, yeah, and that's my my fear is we're just we're still stiff arming customers too much, just keeping them away. Whether it's pre qualifications, the the days of you have to put down money to have an appointment in most places are gone.
1: And I think there's a lot of relief in. Let's say you are shopping for a home. You know it's crazy right now. You're reading all these headlines. You're like, I just want to meet with someone. And if you go to that builder, one of the few that is allowing like ease of access appointments, whatever you want to call it, where it's just a normal appointment. And you're like, oh my goodness, this is so nice. This is such a relief to be like, this is where I'm probably going to live. You then, I think mentally, at least the way I would do it is like, cool, I got the house. I got the neighborhood. I'm on to the next step of like, I need to sell my house. Let's finish this stuff. Cause you already know, at least I would think they know ahead of time, like, all right, this is going to be maybe January or February next year. Like I might be a contract or something, but I got to get ready for that. Like I could start looking at decoration and furniture and stuff. So, because you already bought the house, even though you didn't sign anything. I think there's people that are just looking to like end the search instead of just being like this constant, like, all right, we're going to eat tonight. I don't know. What do you want? Where do you want to eat? I don't have no idea. Things you settle, you're like, cool, we're done with that.
0: Yeah. And even people might be thinking, well, Kevin, we will talk to anyone just over Zoom or FaceTime or whatever. That that doesn't count. Like that's essentially what on a leadership call with Mike, Jen, and I, we kind of came to the conclusion. That's just a glorified handoff. Like the handoff process has been around forever from online sales to onsite. And it's one thing to have an onsite salesperson jump on that in terms of like fast, like online, online sales transfers it over that person reaches out, connects, hops on a quick FaceTime call and and but it's not a discovery process or a presentation around the product or the home or the community. It's just a discovery and relationship connection that probably should take five minutes, maybe 10 minutes and then move it on And it's additive, not re, not replacing. Yeah whereas the virtual sales process that that a lot of people went through and we talked a lot about ourselves, that was mostly a substitute most parts of that are, 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 are substitutes. And even people are going to argue and say, well, it's more convenient for the customer. I mean, I don't maybe, know. I, but let's just I, think about this I'd rather for a get second. A
1: babysitter and pay that babysitter $60 for four hours to watch all the kids and us change our whole life to go. Even if you house. can't
0: buy today.
1: Even if I can't buy for, for my wife and I to sit down and have an adult conversation without having to worry about the kids, putting the dogs up, making sure no one comes to the door. Like, you have the, I think that's where Zoom fatigue, especially if you're work from home or if it's summer right now, You're if you have kids, kids are home, you're like, oh my goodness, like, I don't want to talk to a sales yeah. rep on Zoom, yeah. like I have to arrange all right. this other stuff versus like, we'll go out of the house, we'll have a four o'clock, five o'clock appointment, then we'll go out to dinner or we we'll, like, yeah. have an excuse to do something.
0: Yeah. I mean, pe- I peak COVID. COVID even, even, I, I was on, and I still am on, so this is my uh, sixth call of the day, we're going on seven right after this. I, yeah but when we couldn't meet in person with our, with our Bible study group of, of seven or eight other families, they were like, well, let's just do zoom. I was like, I'm out. Yeah, I'm not know. doing another zoom at seven <laughs> o'clock at night. I like you guys. I like Jesus. I like the Bible. I like all this stuff, but I'm not getting on another zoom call. It's not fun a, a, in the evening. So especially Samantha, they hop on a zoom call and have someone show you the matter part that you can see on your own and probably already have looked at or like, well, here's 10 pictures of the Happy Acres community. I know, I've seen, I've seen those on your website. I mean, that, that's not going to be, it's not a wow, I guess, anymore. No.
2: No. Maybe if you're showing them how to use the Matterport if they don't know how, but...
0: Or
1: something exclusive, like if they, say you do have an appointment in two weeks with that sales agent, they're at the model and they're able to like, hey, I'm walking the community, like here's our home sites and they could like, Here's your here's the five home sites. They're not available right now. This would be November, yeah, whatever date it is. But like, oh, cool. You're like, oh, nice.
0: The again, that, that seems great. like like part of a traditional handoff process, just at another level with with the media and the approach. E- yeah. Even again, no new update on the Oakley home under construction. It's in the all the inspections are being done. Hopefully, um, drywall and insula- insulation will be at the end of this week. Drywall will start next week. If, fingers crossed. But on the pool in the backyard of the Oakley home, Mm -hmm. Melanie's had tons of experiences where they're asking her to come do something in person, but then that digital preparation part was missing. Mm -hmm. So for full context, she goes and drives a half hour to go look at pool coping materials, which is a material that goes around the edge of the pool and how it's going to work with the concrete. She goes there, has a 20 minute meeting, drives back. So an hour and 20 minutes spent. To, to have an in-person meeting and all of the follow-up after the meeting is showing iPhone pictures of samples back to my wife saying like, what about this? Here you go. And she's just like, well, what did I go there? Like, shouldn't this have been one on the website to yeah. the type of iPhone vid- imagery that should have been sent to me prior to me coming. It just seems completely backwards to her and me that, that after your in-person visit, now you get, this type of a response versus the preparation so that that meeting can be productive and efficient that's what the customer wants is not a whole bunch more follow up and homework after that visit
1: yeah especially through text looking at pictures just the
0: and here's just the i mean we all know this stuff but part of the podcast is cathartic for for me so she picks a coping that she yeah. likes it's just like really light colored and they say, Oh, you know what? That one's not a good one. We installed it on one pool last year and four of the tiles broke. So we don't recommend it. She's like, why the heck is it in your lineup? Why'd you show uh, it to me? Picks another yeah. one. Oh, that one was a special order. So we're not certain if we can get that one in or not. Again, like, why, why, are, why are you showing this to me? Why'd why is you? this in the, the package? So everyone's cool. got these challenges right now. We just dropped off the car to get an oil change and to get a rear camera fix. That's on a recall. Like it, it, mm-hmm. it glitches and someone got ran over when it, so now this is like kind of a big deal for uh, a car. Seems like a big deal. Yeah. And we dropped it off three months ago and they said, sorry, we don't have the part. No problem. Just call us when the parts in They call us when the parts in. So we go drop off the car. Melanie does today. And um, they are said, "Well, by the way, we can't. We're not going to do that recall." And she's like, "What? Like you, you called and said the part isn't. Oh, you you talked to someone. The part isn't. Oh, then well, then you'll be fine. Like we'll we'll, we'll take care right. of it. It's just so confused now. This is weird. <laughs> she, actually the same thing happens with Chipotle and rice. Do we have this conversation on the podcast? This is I'm taking it off the rails. Wait, Samantha, with do you Chipotle. like Chipotle?
1: I do you like Chipotle. Okay, the cilantro so, lime one. That's apparently. That gets.
0: Re- remember, and this kind of goes into the buy online and why everyone wants to talk about it. Like we've got, we've got buy online. We're here for, from a stock standpoint. Mm-hmm. So Chipotle likes to talk about all of their online orders. So I think we did talk about the fact that if you want to get the quesadilla now, you have to order it through the app. You cannot in line order a quesadilla anymore.
1: I didn't know that. We don't. People really
0: too are often. livid. If you want to have fun, just go in line and order five quesadillas and then just laugh at them and say, I'm just kidding. Cause their, their whole face, they're like, Oh my gosh, this person's going to be so mad. Cause you used to be able to do it, but now they're making you do it through the app first. And now my brother-in-law went to, went to one in Dayton and there's white rice, brown rice and cauliflower rice, right? It's all sitting there on the line. He's like, I would like the brown rice. Um, I'm sorry. You have to use the app to get brown rice. He's like, (laughs) It's, I can see it right there. It's, it's not out. Well, I know (laughs) here's the answer. We're running low on brown rice and there's not an ability in the app to be like, we don't have it because it's kind of a staple thing. in a Chipotle product is rice of some kind. Mm -hmm. So in order to make sure that the people on the app get what is ordered, the brown rice has been reserved for app users this is the world we now live in. It's just, so it's, it's insanity
2: to me. <laughs> that's
0: great.
1: That's, but I think that the thing is, is the live inventory of brown rice is, I mean, that's also kind of difficult to do because it's food and serving size. It but shouldn't like,
0: be difficult. It's rice in your Chipotle. Again, but
1: they shouldn't ever run out of it. That's kind of the other issue. Like of all, right. it's like Starbucks ah. running out of like, you have coffee um, and you have espresso and maybe you have the different creamers. I could see like a specialty, like, the oat milk creamer, we occasionally might run out because yeah, people or are eating the get pumpkin spice, about spice. Yeah.
0: Come fall. But like but half you know. and
1: half, you can't run out of half <laughs> and half. Like, what, what's wrong with you? Like, that's a brown rice. Like, you can't run out of.
0: But brown. back to the buy online analogy, to your point, Andrew, you're absolutely right. They do not have a way. The front end system doesn't talk to the back end database to say, no rice, take it off. They're,
1: and it sounds extremely complex. Like, I'm just thinking back to my e commerce days of I was like four or five years in e commerce one place worked out we had four different warehouses like across the town and one the other one was in three different states we had like leases set, and that was miserable that was like hey you got this hey you got this hey you got this we had scan and scan out system and that's simple is it there or not there and is the number in the system matching with the website versus a builder has like the complexity is i think it's a whole lot more compared to e-commerce
0: yep okay that was an amazing rabbit trail. That was. Let's head on over to the news. Keep this. Keep this train moving. Keep going. Keep going. And to be honest, it, it's a light news season right now. Yeah, there's a it's- ton of stuff about economic stuff and lumber and rates and blah, blah blah. Like we all know it. We're in it. We live it. You should read those articles and keep up with what's going on. But we're not a financial podcast either so we're going to hit on a couple little pieces here and then i want to have a fun discussion with samantha and andrew around short form video and the tiki talks the first one which do it well yeah it's just i hate being grumpy all the time maybe i just need new medication but here's the headline from cnbc.com builders pull back as more home buyers are priced out of the market
1: i think you don't like these because it's like I I'm not going to say a bad word, but it's like no, shoot. Of course, like I don't. A lot of the headlines. No, open. it's compl-
0: It's a lie. It's it's or it's like this it's part this this journalist who generally like all of her things is apparently either illiterate or choosing not to do research. Mm-hmm. Builders are not pulling back because home buyers are priced out of the market. The the cause effect relationship there is is in. Does that make sense? I mean, we're not pulling back because home buyers are priced out builders aren't we still can't build all the homes that are under construction like it goes on in the end of the article to talk about the fact that home builders are encountering stronger headwinds of late as severe price increases for key building materials rising costs labor shortages impact their ability to raise production wait i thought they couldn't raise production because home buyers were priced out of the market no we can't get the stuff we need or the people we need to build the homes we
1: should have a headline less world yeah we should have like no headline. Someone anymore.
0: needs to just start an app specifically around this so you can just rate the authenticity of the headline because this stuff drives me nuts. Mm. It's it's a great like you pass this around to all of your friends, Samantha, right? Like if you're if you're buying for a home, like ooh, builders are in trouble, or if you're a stock analyst, you know, I don't know, but it yes, the median price is up 18%. But I I
1: would have expected more. <laughs> I don't know for that, however they got their numbers, I didn't I didn't see where they're pulling data from. Yeah, they're or sets
0: they're saying that builder, bu- building permits are down and that fell more than expected. Well, we also don't have enough finished home sites on the ground to build on. Uh, Allie Wolf from Zonda did this amazing chart and it showed, I think it was 23% year-over-year year decline in the amount of communities that are available and dropping. Yeah. Like the number of communities that are... And, and a bunch of our builders are like, yeah, we've got you know seven neighborhoods that only have one to three home sites left in in, in them and so it's and just harder to to get those last couple to move but but also we're just waiting on and so much of the country has had really bad rain which slows development i don't know anything else on this that you guys wanted to no we could talk about that just for me you know, um now on the more interesting side from the Wall Street Journal for home buyers length of commute drops in importance New data shows during the pandemic buyers in high cost markets have been willing to trade longer commutes for lower prices. Hmm. Not necessarily surprising. I think it's always been a trade off of the further out you go, the more affordable it is, but the ability to work from home or work remotely seems to certainly have impacted um, this. And the other thing that I think is an interesting question is, does this mean that um, people are less stuck on a specific location within a market than before. So where I live in Columbus, Ohio, someone might want to say, I want to live in Dublin three years ago. And they're only looking at Dublin and Dublin schools. Now, are they more likely considering tertiary uh, markets to Dublin, like Plain City, Lewis center Powell?
1: I think it all is, uh, what are you willing to sacrifice? That might sound negative, but like, isn't that, that's how we make choices. What, what are we sacrificing to get the outcome that we're wanting? like for us with three kids, like the the proximity to school, the commute to school is important. Of course, we're work from home, but like me as a parent, I would rather be like the school is more important than my commute. I would would commute longer if that meant for the kids, they have a better school they're going to. But then also I think like, as you go farther from city, depending on the individual, like, Oh, well, I really, I eat out four times a week. Like I don't want to have to drive 45 minutes to go to the good restaurants in town.
0: Yeah. And we got someone right here who's going who's gonna to be making those trade-offs over the next year as you as you research. Where, where are you guys at, Samantha? Are you thinking you want to be closer in or are you willing to be a little further out?
2: No, I mean, so we were living in Castle Rock with my aunt and it was about a 40-minute commute for my fiance. And okay. he wants to be closer to the city because okay. he doesn't want to drive 40 minutes there and back. So we're now about... 20 minutes away outside of Denver and we're renting in the area that we probably want to buy.
1: Okay. Nice. So
2: um, I wonder if this is gonna like backfire as companies are revising their work from home process and letting employees because I mean like Apple is revising and Google and some of these big companies and is that gonna work out for them?
0: Yeah, I agree. It's definitely a bit of a a bit of a mess. I think what's most interesting from the article, which is right at the top, is in some of the nation's most expensive metro areas, home prices rose faster in areas with longer morning commutes to business districts compared with neighborhoods with short commutes. And this is a reversal from prior years when home prices in those metro areas accelerated faster when they were closer to job centers. So what we're seeing is the growth in appreciation and value. Typically, you know, the closer you are to downtown, the faster the appreciation that you're seeing. And, and that is, that is definitely surprising, but I think it has a lot to do with the type of home that is available as well. Meaning Mm -hmm. people who want larger yards, multiple work from home spaces, you know, more square footage. I think, I think that's the kind of the new ripple to the trade-off. What are you going to sacrifice? Andrew is if your competition has been uh, used homes for most people, the primary competitor. Well, now a 40 year old home just doesn't like, yes, it has good bones. Makes me want to puke when people say that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Good. The bones. Great. Electricals great. Yeah, AC, great. That, that electrical system that could catch on fire and kill you all in your sleep. That's really, so.
1: let's <laughs> be good. I don't
0: know. Yeah. Those vacuum tube things. Those are, that's good bones. Um, but it, it's just becoming more and more incomparable. It's like, are, are you, when you walk into a home with seven and a half, eight foot ceilings now, you're like,
1: especially once you're like, yeah, ours are right under 10 and I I forgot where it was, but they, they had 12 and I'm like, Oh man, (laughs) like I need 12 foot ceilings now. What is this? Or then like there's a home for sale diagonal from us in a um, Taylor Morrison community where they have a open, the family room opens up to the top floor and it's, you know, that's 20 whatever feet, but then they don't have the loft space, but I'm like, man, that looks really nice. And there's like trim all around. You're like, Oh, okay. I think I need that on my next house. Like have that type of feature. Um, yeah, it's interesting. I think the, the homes that were farther out had more room to go up in price because they started lower and then demand allowed it to go up from there. Um, like for us, like our, our exact home built by the same builder, not in an ideal location for us, about 150000 less. Um, but it's a 45-minute commute. But since then, they've gone up like crazy. They're almost to where we are now. Um, and that's in the Tampa Bay,
0: Tampa well, Bay market. And- To your point, too, Samantha, about if this will shift, I I saw this headline somewhere else, but I just pulled it up from informationweek.com. Not sure how reliable this one is, but I heard this on CNBC as well, I believe. The highest, the city with the largest number of high paying job openings is no longer a city, it's remote, (laughs) meaning the highest paying jobs are no longer in San Francisco, New York city. They are remote work. And so that's where, you know, when your fiance doesn't have a choice, but if he, if he was able to also get a job like you have, where you can work from home, then maybe that, well, that, not maybe that would quickly probably change the the total calculation of what you're doing. So, all right. So moving on, or I think this one's just for a quick local update, Andrew, Tampa yeah, Bay's quick. rent rising faster. We-
1: we're the number one uh, market in the country as far as uh, rental rates rising. But to me, this is interesting because then once the rates go up so high, then it makes buying a home, in my mind at least, more attractive to people who weren't considering purchasing. Because they're like, shoot, rent is now 2300 for a 1-1 or a whatever it may be. I can buy a house. Yeah, I, I think for, this still goes back to what 2, I was just saying
0: is the rental that you're getting, is that comparable to... The home you're buying in terms of fit and fit, like this goes back to the, uh, you know, older generations looking down on younger generations. But like, is, is a Gen Z or younger going to tolerate not having granite countertops that look like they were installed within the last five years?
1: Yeah, Uh, I think it's the price point. Like, uh, I'll just pull up one that's around the area Um, for me that it's called Addison Long Bayou. They have a three, two is thirty three hundred and it's fourteen hundred feet. For a three-bedroom, two-bath. Uh-huh. No, ooh, no, 3,700. I was wrong. Three-bedroom, two-bath, 3,700, 1,500 square feet. And a two-bedroom is 2,200. So, And that's brand new. They're like a year and a half old. At some point, you're like, this seems really crazy. Can I buy something, even if it's lower and it's now 1,800 a month? Yeah. And then I'll just flip the kitchen or, or something. Um and this is in a suburban area. It's not like this is downtown where you're like, I could walk out of my house and then be at every restaurant that I want to go to and have the the lifestyle. Yeah. I think it's interesting how that will shift demand to purchasing.
0: And it's not going to be transitory either. I mean, the rental side is likely to be more transitory in terms of price going up or down. But again, people keep talking to me about, well, all these people who bought houses over the last year, they're going to be sad when they go to sell again. And it's like, they're going to be sad that they're locked in under three percent on a house that they that they like. I mean, mm-hmm. how many of those people could, in theory, rent that house out themselves and make yeah. more, way more money than than their mortgage payment and go around and buy something else if they really don't like it? And I just don't.
1: Or worst case, break even, and they have this home building equity and yeah.
0: From socialmedia today.com, YouTube launches initial test of live stream shopping with selected creators.
1: Interesting. My point in
0: picking this news story was just every everyone's doing this. This is where yeah. everyone wants to go is not needing to click out of any platform that you're on to purchase something, but just to stay right there. And it's not just about convenience or conversion rates, it's about the data associated with it. So yeah, super quick cool. news story. Just everyone's doing it. Instagram. Uh, yeah. YouTube, Facebook.
1: Extremely popular with like boutique apparel companies, if you're familiar.
0: Yep. And Shopify is the big winner there because they're they're powering most of the implementation of that stuff. Yep. Yep. From housingwire.com, ex-Zillow execs promise revolution in lending. Mortgage startup Tomo raises $70 million seed round um, backed by Spencer Raskoff, former um, Zillow executive and co-founder and truly a co-founder, Peter Pete Flint are backing, I can't remember the name of the gentleman off the head, Greg Schwartz, former, I think, COO of Zillow. So they're going to make this process more digital, more streamlined. I think they said their goal is to take like 10 days off of the turnaround time. Yeah, cut closing time to 21 21 days. So that's way more. The industry average currently being 47. So speed, convenience, digitization, and... I think one of the things that people are excited about is they're only going to focus on uh, the initial sale, no, no refi activity or ancillary um, business with the customer. So from a partnership perspective, I think they're hoping that most people won't see them as a longer term competitor. They're Like, nope, we're just here to do this one part, do it really well and stay focused.
1: And what's interesting is you're like, is there another one of these out there? But right. this, this line here says, no single mortgage lender has even 10% market share, rocket mortgage included. You know, like, oh, like I would have, yeah, I don't know, expected rocket share, rocket mortgage to have significantly more. But it's, yeah, I forgot the total number of the mortgage market, how much it is per year, but it's uh, 3.6 trillion. So, yeah, 3.6. So, yeah, there's there's plenty of room for someone else in there to do it better, which is exciting. Um, do you think this will because their goal, I think, could be to increase transactions, make the transaction cost lower, so we could buy homes more often. I'm not saying you should, but if closing costs are significantly lower and the cost to move from home to home decreases, that would then increase the number of homes transactions
0: I, th- I think their I think their focus is on if they can increase that speed. you know right now, open door and someone else is doing the hey, we're gonna. You're, you're essentially going to be able to make a cash offer on the home that you want if you sell your home to us. And it's all about how, how fast can you close and how, how confident is, is everyone in, in that close taking place, closing taking place. And so to be able to say, hey, we're, this isn't a cash offer, but we can close in 21 days. Um, that, does that just get more people to use them to be more competitive? Yeah, I would think so.
1: Yeah. Yeah, be interesting to see.
0: No, we'll, we'll definitely uh, we'll reach out to them and see if anyone wants to come on the show and and talk about it more depth. I, it'll be interesting to see, kind of like with um, oh Spencer Raskoff's other startup with the former Dot Loop executive Picasso. Um, Picasso Homes is a rental project. I, I've always been curious to see how fast they would partner with um, builders on that, and it'll be interesting to see how much how fast Greg partners with builders, uh, Greg Schwartz and Tomo, on this end. That would be as well. All right. Now for fun discussion. This is based off of a question we got in the Facebook group. Are any of you using TikTok to drive business? And if yes, would you drop your username so I could follow you? (laughs) It's essentially the question in the group. Mm -hmm. And um, nothing happened. I I was
1: wanting to see some TikToks. (laughs) Come on. Good ones. I was wanting to see some good ones. And I still want to see good ones. I want to see amazing TikToks and reels. Yeah, and you're, I mean...
0: So this Andrew is definitely on a, a growth trajectory when it comes to all things video and technology related it's to video and photography and the challenge yeah it's a, yeah, it's a ho- hobby challenge mm-hmm. personal so point want, of growth
1: I want to be cuz I'm I'm definitely like on both sides of the fence with TikTok let's a little change the name we'll we'll call it short form video I guess is what we are we'll
0: call Now it. Let's see first of all we have to we have to address why why don't you want to talk about TikTok
1: um, why, why, don't you want to use,
0: why don't you want to use those words? Why do you want to call well, it short form video? Well, I think if we go video?
1: okay, short form video can be above TikTok,
0: uh-huh. right?
1: That'd be like the the highest level of what this is. Or I guess we video, then short form video, long form video, and then TikTok. I think people would associate. It's like when we talked about influencer and what is an influencer with Anya. Mm-hmm. We have to define like what is an influencer. I think TikTok has the negative connotations with it. Of as far as like, it's, it's essentially a living meme of someone doing something. That's either the trend, like a dance trend, or it could be TikTok style content. Like there's, I forgot there's and like anything with pop culture
0: or culture in general, like a good portion of it is like, I hope no one's around seeing this as I'm flipping through it, like quickly get this off my screen.
1: There's influencers in the wild, the Instagram account that is essentially making fun of everyone recording TikToks. Not short form video, but TikToks in person in public places. And you're like, what is this crazy person doing? They're like on a beach with hundreds of people around and they're like doing some weird dance. Do your thing. So short form video and then TikToks. TikToks would be like the trendy stuff that I don't think any builder should be messing with whatsoever or individual. Because there's so few people I think that could do it and have it not be awkward and uncomfortable. Yeah, cringy. Like you have, yeah. there's like a half a half a percent that could do it, and you're like, oh, and that's the stuff that is viral and entertaining that people enjoy. But most people just aren't blessed with the talent to be able to do that. I'm not. I'm not Which <laughs> I'm not doing it. Um, yeah. So okay, yeah, that, that
0: that's a good point. You're just trying to say let's define the terms, like because like when you say TikTok yeah. to me, I I don't I understand I think what of the you're weird saying.
1: stuff on TikTok. Is you're talking about your the TikTok.
0: trending things right. that people are doing and the behaviors like if there's and song like yeah
1: i don't know any song i'm not going to reference
0: versus tiktok like the medium of distribution right just being the platform Reason. okay no, that makes so it's sense. It's almost like
1: a, we're it's we're taking advantage of this platform to push video out there in a short form vertical format
0: so then okay, answer we, me this first as someone who's gone as far away from tiktok over the last four months as humanly possible same here is there any geo, <laughs> geo or geographic um, filtering available on the platform? I think
1: more on Instagram Reels than there are. No, no, no a TikTok. A TikTok. Is, does TikTok allow fully, any
0: geographic filtering? If I want to see TikToks from people who are within a five mile radius of me, can I do that?
1: No, you can't. You cannot search. You can't in that way. No. So you can't be like, oh, I want to find all the builders. Like if you do hashtag new homes, you're just getting the videos of. It's terrible. Right. So, what the heck is the point? Well, to me, the point of the short form videos, TikTok (laughs) or short form videos? This is (laughs) no, I just
0: take the question was TikTok. TikTok, We'll get to short form in a second, but I just want to.
1: I don't, I don't see unless you're a, well, (laughs) it's hard to answer. If you're a big public builder, anywhere like the whole East Coast, if you, you're right, you could do something cool. But if you're, if, if, say you build in Tampa and Orlando, for example, because that's where I'm, that's where I'm at. I don't really see the point of doing TikTok, TikTok, TikToks, not short form video, but TikTok, TikToks. Because hey, everywhere maybe, else, Let we'll, me think
0: about it a different yeah, way. Like there's like people who you can tell, to see it. who cares? They're sad if no one watches, like if their TikTok mm. number on a video they post are like, oh, no one's watching. I should spend a lot of energy, time, and money trying to figure out how to get more people to watch my video on TikTok. No matter what it is, if you're not TikToking yeah. on TikTok, you're just... Posting a short form video, they're sad if no one's watching. I'm like, who cares? Because yeah. you know we have the numbers. And the from, numbers made up uh, from one of our builder who ha- who got over th- three million now views on a single video, and got 15 people to go to their website from the platform. Yeah,
1: it really mimicked the U.S. population, just how it's spread right. out. Right, like California is hot, Florida, New York, Texas. You know, like well, that's not useful for this builder. And we talked about it. yeah. In Oklahoma, um, like why? So
0: know, let's just yeah, round out TikTok. TikTok by getting Samantha your your views on this real quick. TikTok, the platform, no matter what it is you're posting on there. Are, are we? Are, are I'm definitely closer to closer to Boomer style, but are we crazy here? You share our view.
2: No, I share your view. I'm not really on TikTok at all. I, actually, my parents are on it oh, more that. than I am, but they just watch whatever's it's trending, whatever's in their their. It's like the live uh, form
1: of America's Funniest Fun videos, except yeah. now it's instant on your phone. But then you're like, did I really get anything out of this? I don't know. Who knows? It's, just, it's what's. But scary the brand
0: about? association of like, I just watched someone spank a Jello dog with a spoon. And now I'm learning about how to buy a home. Like what is that? That is even one step further removed from the typical Instagram, Facebook, Twitter world of like my typical joke about happy birthday messages and cat photos. And now I'm seeing a picture of a house, but at least that can be targeted geographically in in a way that that TikTok can't. So as a platform, I just think my comment was insert Snapchat and everything people are saying about TikTok. Yeah. They said about Click Snapchat four years ago, it's a waste of your time. It's a waste of your energy. If you just want to go have fun, go have fun. But I just don't, I don't see any purpose for yeah. for a home builder to be on the platform right now. Individual salespeople who want to be well-known. I mean, real estate agents, I, I, there's, I'm not saying it's, it's no one, but it's, it's almost no one to your point earlier, Andrew.
1: Yeah. I could see individual sales agents, if they have the personality, if that fits, if they're, if that's natural and they're just could just do these things because well, they're I still it would say,
0: and not tick meaning doing the viral meme videos no. that are on TikTok, but educational, inspirational, motivational yeah. around a topic. Yep. And chances
1: are they're already on Twitter and Instagram doing that stuff anyways. And now this is just another medium for what they were already doing. Yeah. Um, It's not like they're like, oh, I'm going to do this thing now. And it's going to bring in so many more leads. It's like, no, it's just part of this whole. Okay. So we've
0: we've talked about TikTok. Let's move on quickly because we're almost out of time to short form video. This is probably just going to be a tee up for a longer conversation, but short form video define that quickly. Then Andrew, just as video that looks like what?
1: Um, typically it's going to be vertical and it's going to be 60 seconds or less. It could fit the Instagram real format, which would be 15, 30 or 60 seconds. You can add music to it from Instagram, which is the cool part because you could pick any song. Like you don't have to have, it doesn't have to be licensed music from like epidemic sound or wherever you could pick a current song that can mimic a trend, um, which is super common, but then you don't have to do like the actual trend or dance or whatever the typical setup would be for the song. But, to do it right, in my opinion, you still need to have... You could get away with using your phone for certain shots. I think I shared it in the group, but Keystone Custom Homes, they do these fun sped-up walkthroughs that are... They go through their, the home on their phone, and it looks like it's like three to five times the speed. And I'm like, oh, this is great. And it, they were already there on site, probably shooting other content. Like, it, it's not this like, oh, Friday, I'm going to take off the day and go shoot this you know, sped-up video. It's like they were already there, and it took five minutes. Maybe that's one type of short form video, or you could have it more produced where it looks really nice. I think in the Facebook group, I referenced uh, what Regency Homes was doing, and it was shot well and it fit vertical. So there's pans left to right versus having it filmed. Well, it might have been filmed horizontal, but they pan left to right, but it's made for vertical, made to be viewed vertical. You're not missing It was edited for background. vertical anyway. It was edited, yeah, at some point. And it looks really nice. And then the music's added onto it. But to me, that it was part of another um, content piece they were creating or the same shoot. So they weren't like, hey, we're done bringing our photographer, pay them X amount for only this type of content. It was just an addition of like, hey, we need the horizontal video for the site. We need this, we need the pictures, and also make sure you get something we could do for vertical. Sweet. And now you have, you, what I like about it is you could have them out more frequently because they should be really short, and you're not spending, it's not a four-minute walkthrough video. It's essentially a 15 to 30 second video.
0: But now Instagram. what do you do with that? You post it once you turn it into an ad. What do you, what are you doing with it?
1: You, yeah, you post it once they cannot be ads with the music. So that's, that's, that's not fun. Um, but it's there for your followers as a starting point and in inspiration education. So okay. that's where it yeah. does and have it, its limits. Like, Right. It's not going to have the same impact as spending a thousand dollars a month on XYZ ad for the community, which will solve problems, which will bring in sales, which will bring in leads.
0: All that. Yeah. So your main point is just you it's should find of, a way to do this really easily. Yes. And still look good enough that it's just like breathing or getting a cup of coffee. Exactly. Or anything it's like, else. It's just if
1: you're hosting of, dinner and you're like, okay, we need appetizers. Well, let's add another appetizer. Like what we already have two on the counter. We need three, like we need the chips and salsa, we need the little pigs in a blanket, whatever. Now let's have something else for the kids or yeah. something else for whoever. It's not the focus of the dinner. It's like just a portion. If it doesn't mean you have to now buy a new grill to cook it on and you have to spend all this extra money. Samantha, what do you think?
0: About we'll call we'll call that Andrew's pitch. Maybe Andrew's segment of Andrew's pitching. What do you think?
2: I agree. I think um, some of the examples that Andrew was sharing in the group were, I look, took a look at them and they looked really good. They were fun to watch. And um, I forget which builder it was, but they would show the different kind of um, finishes or different options you could select in the house. And they just did a really good job putting them together.
0: Okay, so we're going to have to table this because we are officially late for our next call. But I think maybe we should have Don come back on and someone else. Don and um, Don from Tilson and someone else. Yeah, no, I'm, we'll get them on too. But my point we'll is this is someone else. what Tilson is doing with longer form content that is mm-hmm. more useful is, is infinitely better than making 50 real pieces yeah. of content.
1: I think Don needs to slice up her amazing videos they do have to then insert people into the funnel of here's our six, I think it's 60 plus live videos that are like two hours plus long on education. Yeah. So use that to feed, but it's, that's not the focus. Like you start with the good, but you, quality getting the
0: reach on that feed with, I mean, you just got to make sure then you don't have any copyrighted materials because you can't turn it into an ad. If you're feeding the, that's my point is she's got these monster fans who yes. are already yeah. watching all of those. So you're feeding it to the people who are already fans of your page, you're not getting that same exposure as you would from creating an ad around that to reach people that you don't know. I guess this is, this is still the part that I I just I struggle yeah. with. And we'll I think it's, <laughs> it's the, it, it the just, anticlimactic it has, or cliffhanger yeah. part of the episode. Cause we have to go, but
1: it just has to be such minimal time. I think that's the thing, yeah. but maybe that's where you're getting like, it needs to take five minutes to do this and be part of something bigger. It's not, I think talking about it makes it feel like it's this yeah. bigger thing, but if it's just like, "Hey, we already have," this we'll other call it stuff. the
0: Elena Money method. If 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 you can do stories and reels like Elena Money creates content, then that's perfect. Yeah. That's, she's just living her life again. She's documenting, not not creating exactly. But that most of these really good examples that I agree are good. My, my keep getting stuck with, and so what now? Like, I that's yeah. a cool picture of a bathroom was the point to convince me that I should build a house now because I found a cool picture of a bathroom? Is it to convince me to like, what is the,
1: that's hard. Right. That's, that's, um, and what's, yeah, we'll have to jump to the next <laughs> call, but, but there will be no data that to support any left or right. I don't think like, right. Hey, and that, that's why Don and some,
0: some other persons are right. Right. Folks to have on to, to have this conversation, because there's no data that would have said Hey, you do 60 live videos over two hours, and you're gonna have a full-on community of rabid, engaged consumers and shoppers who are waiting for you to start your next live video. Yep. And and yet she made it happen. So. She made it happen. Make it happen happen. Cool. I love it. All right. But that'll so. do it for this week for articles, blog posts, podcast archives, and more. Check out doing It's also the best place to find us. <laughs> on all of our social networks and uh, have a great week, everybody. We'll see you next time.
2: See ya. Bye.